Welcome everyone. This is the I'm Speaking Podcast, hosted by Mercy Hernandez and Priya Namard. Our goal is to uplift voices everywhere by empowering women and youth and by building a better global community. The I'm Speaking Podcast is inspired by the Edge Charitable Foundation. All views and opinions expressed in this podcast are that of the hosts and do not reflect that of the benefactors or sponsors. Thank you for tuning in. Let's get started. Welcome. This is the I'm Speaking Podcast. I'm Priya. I'm Mercy. Welcome, everybody. Welcome. And today's topic is pets are the new kids. Plants are the new pets. Mercy. Why? Why? (laughs) Why we ask ourselves, right? (laughs) So, um... I'm in love with this topic because I find it fascinating. I have to tell you that I I find it fascinating, I think, because I'm living it. So I, at home, have a millennial. I have one that's in between and then a Gen Zer. All of my daughters have pets. One has more than one. And all of them have plants. So I'm looking at them like, okay, I get the dog part, and I'm glad that you like a plant here and there, but why do we have more plants? What is happening? And so one day I'm randomly randomly on Instagram and I see that this is a thing, that this is a common thing. And I start thinking to myself, what is happening? So I have to research this. Why, why is this happening? So in all of my research and looking into this, I see that it's, it's again, truly a thing, right? So it says here that these are not only um, millennials, but millennials onward, right? Mm. To younger degrees or ages. And so I decided to interview one, a true millennial. And I asked, and this is, now we're going to my daughter, right? So (laughs) full disclosure, she is 27. She's a school teacher, so she's a professional. And here's my question. I go, why do you think millennials are picking pets and plants over kids and pets. This is what she tells me. Huh. It's a far less stressful financial and emotional commitment. Is it really though? I mean, I feel like pets are pets are your babies. Like so she goes on. I can commit to a dog, but I can leave my dog at home while I go to work. Mm. How she's looking at it, right? Yeah. So I go, well, do you feel? a dog is as fulfilling as a baby could be. She replies, "Mm, no, I don't think as fulfilling, but it's pretty close. (laughs) It's something you're still very responsible for caring for and its well-being. And it can respond and has emotions that you can rely on. Mm -hmm. And you can teach them and watch them grow smarter. Mm. But it's not like seeing yourself in a child. Yeah. Yeah. Dogs have... um... I think they have a mental capacity of a two-year-old. The whole two-year-old. Yeah. That's what I've heard. That's what I've heard. Uh, And I can tell you, so we're talking about the millennials, right? And why they see this. And the same thing with the plants. The plants, they see them blossom. Um, It takes care. It takes time. It takes commitment. So they're willing to put the time and the commitment behind it and to nourish living things. But yet they're not really ready to bring children to the world. And I don't know that they're seeing the world differently from when you and I were seeing the world 
or if we were conditioned to this is what you do. Yeah. You graduate school, you get married, you have children, you raise them and, and so on and so on. And they're looking at it like, no, no, we don't have to do that. Right. Mm-hmm. We can go to school, graduate or start our own business, whatever we decide. We can marry or not marry. We can have children or not have children and have pets and treat. And so it's a whole new wave, like this whole new world that's coming in, mm-hmm. um, which again, I find fascinating. And I can see more now than before how um, how a pet can really complete your, your world, your life. Mm-hmm. So it's funny because when you're surrounded by pets like dogs right here in my case we have smaller dogs but when you have a dog next to you all the time and you have that unconditional love and it's it's something breathing next to you that you can pet that you can talk to that it's not judgmental Mm -hmm. that it's not um you know it's just listening and so many times that's what human beings need is just to be listened to Mm -hmm. so there's no answer there's just love love and love and love um, to the point that when I go to my other home, when I'm in Naples and I don't have pets, I miss that. Oh, so I, I, I miss it so much. Oh, wait, so wait, wait. Telling, don't dogs talk back? Dogs can talk back too. I've seen, I've seen videos of those Huskies. <laughs> yes. So it, it, I think they communicate back in so many different ways. Yeah. I can, I can sit with chips or, or something usually unhealthy. We were just talking about that um, on my couch, and all of a sudden, Fendi, who's very verbal, right? Fendi will come up to me, and he'll make all these sounds, and I'm like, "What is it, Fendi?" And then he'll hit me with his paw. I'm like, "What is it, Fendi?" So he'll turn his face, like he'll tell me. So I'll stand up, and he leads me, and he'll walk me. I'm like, "What is it, Fendi?" And he'll walk me all the way to the refrigerator, and he'll scratch it. So I open the refrigerator. What is it, Fendi? And he'll scratch it again. He wants a carrot. It's in the drawer. Oh. To come out, pull the carrot. I give him the carrot. He's and happy, you- and then he'll go back to the. Couch. And that's your sign. You need to eat healthy. <laughs> and that's and that's a sign for them. Not for me, I want the carrot. <laughs> so then the doorbell rings. So you know everybody has these apps now, right? With the the doorbell. Yeah. Um. So it chimes, and all of a sudden, all of them run to the door. So we have that door chime in our Tennessee house. We have it in the Naples house and we have it here. Now we have it in Raquel's house too. So it's constantly chiming. And the dogs are like, what is it? How are we running there? And there's nobody there. Yeah. But they know that that sound means somebody's there. Mm-hmm. Or, we'll, or we'll say something as simple as, where's your mom? And you'll see each one of the dogs will look like specifically for, for their mom. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty incredible when you really give a living thing enough time and value how much you can get back from it how much it gives you back mm-hmm. because in my days you had a dog you just had a dog the dog was just there you'd walk in you acknowledge it if the dog was lucky and you pet it like hey and yeah. then you threw food and that was the end of it and now it's so different I wake up and I'm walking out and all of a sudden the girls are there like say good morning to Fendi I'm like oh yes good morning Fendi <laughs> and he's like Oof. You hadn't said good morning. So they learn, beha- they, they learn behaviors. And in return, I think they teach responsibility mm-hmm. to these millennials and, and to us as parents to really value life, life of plants, life of pets, mm-hmm. um, and life in general. And yeah, yeah. I'm not, I, I'm, 
Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, that's okay. I was going to say I'm not even going to go into the into the sea life. But yeah. I'm going to go there. Go. So <laughs> I don't know the exact statistic, but I did uh, read a news report a while back saying that millennials are not having children. So there's, you know, there's you talk about baby boomers. There's no baby boom happening among millennials and it's it's for numerous reasons you know it has to do with money and stability and then you know children cost a lot of money <laughs> so again it goes back it's easier to have it's cheaper to have a pet than it is to have a child um, right. i mean a dog or a cat sorry not just a pet right 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 well baby yes well some people have bunnies and some have turtles and some have birds um, some have fish. So yeah, just a pet in general. Yep. My, my son, um, he's a Gen Zer, but he has, he's into marine life. He has a huge tank in his room and he has, uh, I think 13 fish and, um, everything from really big to small. And he has two fish that they're called by shores. They look like eels and they're really, they're really smart and they have prehistoric, I guess, tendencies, but two of them jumped the ship together <laughs> this past weekend. And my son and my daughter had a funeral for the two of them in the backyard. Oh. I thought it was so cute. But I mean, mm. the, this is their, that's their family. You know, they went to have a funeral. Absolutely. Um, instead of flushing them down the toilet, like our parents probably would have done, you know. Like they um, would have done. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You're right. Um, You're right. And, and I, I do have a, so everybody listening out there, I love dogs. They're cute, but I am a cat person. And Ozzy, um, and he's very smart. He's 16 year old, 16 years old this year. And he'll, he'll take him out. He's, he's a house cat. So I'll take him outside into the yard for a walk around. He'll follow me. I'll tell him to come sit next to me. He comes sits next to me. Um, he, when I go, you know, or no, or he'll stop and he won't go someplace because I just scream that word. Um, so he understands cats are very smart. He also ignores me, mm -hmm. which is very trademark of cats to ignore you and be like, I'm not listening to you right <laughs> now. Um, and, and, you know, I know what some of his, you know, facial movements or his chirps or sounds mean. Um, but cats are, are not, they, I don't know if they have the same mental capacity as dogs or emotional capacity. I don't know what the science <clears throat> behind that, but I do know that he, I, I consider him my, my baby. And my husband would probably think otherwise because he's allergic and he curses him every day. But, uh, <laughs> but we love him, you know, like he's part of the family. He's been with us since he was a kitten. Um, yeah, so our, our, yeah, our fur babies mean a lot to us. And, um, mm -hmm. and like you said, they're family. They're, they're family. basically family. Now, I don't think, I don't think it was looked upon that way when we were growing up. Mm -mm. You had a pet. Oh, that's a dog. And that's the dog just a dog. Outside. That's just a the dog had to stay outside yeah. off the bed, like not in a certain area, like you know. Yeah. And it's so different now, right? And so there's an uh the industry is, I believe I read it yesterday. Don't quote me on it, but I want to say it's a 70 billion dollar industry, yeah, for pets. And that includes all of the bedding, all of the um everything that you can mm -hmm. imagine, clothing, uh, from vet insurance, pet insurance is a really big industry right now. Mm -hmm. um, Daycare. The trainings. <laughs> yeah. The, there's just so much. There's dog walkers are making a lot more money nowadays. 
it's it's pretty insane, but it's beautiful. I think it's beautiful. I think it's so beautiful to really respect nature in that way that every living thing has a value, mm-hmm. including you know the pets and the plants. Mm-hmm. So you know, I think we're evolving. I really think we're evolving. And if that's, you know, your family member, then we, we embrace that. Mm-hmm. And, and we love the pets and, and they do become family. There's no doubt. And Samantha was telling me yesterday in one of the homes we were talking about earlier, she's looking for a home. And she was telling me the house is two stories, but it doesn't have the, the space under the stairway. Mm. I'm like what space? Choose the space I'm gonna make to make a little house for Fendi. He has to have a house down there. <laughs> I was like, oh, I, I didn't know that was a, a thing you were looking for. She goes, yeah, it's the three of us. We have our master bedroom, but Fendi has to have his room. Uh-huh. Like, All right, okay, well, there you go. I did not know that. Or Lauren, when she talks to me and she says, you know, she's looking to move and relocate, and she's telling me, well, I have to be close to a dog park. That's priority. And it has to be pet friendly and it has to have this and it has to have that. And and I just think, wow, what a different world, right? Mm-hmm. And how beautiful that that our society is accepting that. And I can tell you, you go anywhere, any big city or even smaller cities, and you go walking around with your pets and you see bowls of water outside. Yes. Yeah. And they have areas, you know, for people to sit. If you have a pet outside and they're respectful of it and they're welcoming. And I, I love it. Let's not forget the puppuccinos at Starbucks. Right? Got oh, it. <laughs> uh, hey, you like those for you. Yes. <laughs> Never mind the puppies. Yes, but the puppuccinos are big. I remember you used to love those. I remember, yes, it's just yeah, so pretty. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yep, yep. Yeah, so well, I think it's a beautiful thing. You know, I, I think it's wonderful. I agree. I agree. It's wonderful that we are on a, honoring life in all different all different ways right now. And um, exactly. yeah, our pets are our kids, and our plants are our pets. Uh, so we want to thank you all for tuning in today. Make sure you give your your kid and your plant a hug and away from us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Be mindful of the money you're spending. Tell that Grandma Mercy and Grandma Priya said hello. Yeah, yes, yes. lots of pet, lots of petting them. Exactly, exactly. And make sure to like, share, follow, and what else, Mercy? And please remember to follow us on at the Edge Helps on our social media. That's our nonprofit organization, which helps children that are victimized and underprivileged. Or visit our website at theedgehelps.com. Thank you, everybody. So this is the I'm Speaking podcast with Mercy. And Priya, I'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.